nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, joining me tonight is Rafa. How are you? Pretty good, Harry. How are you? Doing all right here. Uh, so you're ready to kick off uh, year five, season five, episode one. First one's going to be high school. Um, I think on Sunday, uh, San Antonio Fancast uh, or SA, uh, San Antonio FC on Sunday uh, is going to be kicking off with a recap of the schedule, uh, player movements, uh, kit, um, <laughs> and who else uh, this week here. So uh, tune in on Sunday uh, for uh, San Antonio Sea coverage uh, with that Royce, Robert, Matt, uh, Rafa uh, will uh, all be there and I should be there as well. So, but tonight we're talking about the kids, Rafa. We start this uh, show, and, and I know it'll probably pick up here, but where have you been? <laughs> it's been live streaming games. <laughs> They've been on the 210 High School Soccer Live. We've been live streaming a few games. I was one last night. Uh, I was in Smithson Valley this weekend and um, this past weekend and a couple other ones uh, to cover, and we got some more. We'll have more games, I think. Maybe you'll sneak one tomorrow. I think there's a special game tomorrow with with a with a well, probably one of the high high caliber teams that were semi par rankings for the state for the from the fifty fifty podcast. One of my top top five teams is coming here to San Antonio. So the we'll, power we'll see. power five. Yeah, the power fifteen. Yeah, well, this was the this is the power one. <laughs> so this is this is the biggie one. This is the biggie team. So I'm looking forward to it. So because I saw them last year. They got upset last year, but I think this year, I think they're gonna. We'll see. We'll see how they go against our San Antonio talent. I, think, I have faith in our San Antonio talent. It should be good. Um, as we kind of discussed, uh, discussed here, we're gonna try to make these shows more singular, uh, single topics. Try to make them a little bit more shorter outside of certain episodes, and, and we'll typically let you know. But so week one, uh, I got the standings. Uh, we'll go over it. Keep in mind when we're talking about UIL standings, um, you know, I go off of Max Preps and uh, uh, was it my SA, nice uh, the high school scoreboard for that here. So uh, if you are part of a team and, and it does not reflect what your accurate standings are, that's what I'm going off. I pulled, you know, like I did the UIL right before before the show here. I didn't even get to finish updating the dates on, on, on all, the, all the things here. but. To me, like I said here, if if you can, you know, you know, put uh, put a word to the coach saying, "Hey, update the scores." If if you want a, a true reflective of of the standings, 
and, and it varies uh, for that here. Um, if, if your coach can report either to Max Preps or my SA, um, I know Rafa, you, you probably know a little bit more about that from your high school days on, on how difficult or how easy that is. Yeah, no, that's why you have assistant coaches that <laughs> send the score, send the scores and the stats or not. Hey, yet uh, we have team managers too. Your, well, that's to me like team managers, you know, your stats, like, what, your stats three, just at the end of the game, you know, I'm assuming once it's certified through the referees. Um, because I know at club games they meet in the middle and and, mm-hmm. and sign the cards. I'm, I'm probably assuming it's very similar to uh, high school, but we'll get to it here. Uh, so let's look at this here. So looking at taps, uh, Central Catholic six three one two zero in district. Uh, remember, this is a Houston San Antonio district. A Houston St. Prius Catholic eight and one one and one. Uh, they did lose to uh, um, Central Catholic Antonian, uh, eight, two, or 10, 2, and 3. Um, they actually lost uh, to uh, uh, St. Prius um, for that here for Antonian uh, Tomball, 563, uh, St. Thomas uh, in Houston, 742. And the Village School, uh, 4 and 4 out of district, 0 and 2 in district here for that here. Any surprises? Actually, I was at the Antonia and St. Pius the tenth game. That was one of the the first games I went to see. Took pictures to kind of kick off for the new Instagram page that we have. Um, that was a competitive game, uh, but St. Pius was able to to pull it together and, and get get a win. And it was kind of back and forth, but I, I'm not surprised Central Catholic um, is in first place. Also, you know. Um, I think they've they've bounced back from last year. I think they've you know they've played some tough competition. Like I said, I know they went. I think they went up to to Dallas for that northeast, the North Texas Elite Showcase. So you know, yeah, they always so have they a played uh, McKinley Boyd at one one draw. Uh, oh, lost three out to Irving and beat South Lake Carroll two uh, one in the uh, North uh, Texas Elite Showcase. That that last one was on uh, the seventh at noon. Yeah, that's a big win for them in knocking off Salt Lake Carroll. Salt Lake Carroll is one of the top teams for Region 1, and I think they were one of the favorites to come out to go to Georgetown besides them and Keller. Um, yeah, that Irving team, actually, I've, I've started kind of following them a little bit. They've, they've been on a roll. They actually had another big win last night, so not, and no shame to losing to them. You know, they've won a few a, a few tough, tough games, so keep an eye on and like I said, keep an eye on them out of the Dallas area. But... And then right before that, you know, uh, Central Catholic lost to Lee uh, four to one mm-hmm. as well. So, um, I th- you know I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how they match up uh, as the schedule uh, gets uh, stronger. And then uh, you know for Antonian, they played in the Northeast. Uh, oh, it doesn't say it. Says so they drew, drew, and, and lost. Um, so they had kind of a mixed weekend in, in the Northeast uh, uh, ISD tournament. I wonder if I can pull that up. Yeah, you can see what, what Central Catholic is doing. You know, playing these t- high-caliber playoff teams, you know, state-ranked teams, it's going to not only help them in their district play, but it's going to help them make make that run into the playoffs. And in like I said, the last couple of years, the, the Dallas, you know, team, the, the private schools in the Dallas team from the Dallas area have been kind of been the dominant ones. Um, so this prepares them for that. So, like I said, having those good results 
up there. It's going to pay off for them when they make that run starting in February. Yeah, it's not very easy to find the, the tournaments uh, page there on there. So, um, But, yeah, was, to me, like I said here, uh, you know, for that weekend, uh, you know, for St. Prius Houston, I know the last show that we had right before that, we thought it would be interesting. And, um, well, it was flip scores. Uh, the, you know, St. Saint, uh, Prius beat uh, – Saint uh, beat uh, – uh, San Antonio uh, or Antonian uh, mm-hmm. 3-1, but then lost to Central Catholic by the same score. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes through. January 13th, uh, Central Catholic and Antonian play as well at uh, Central Catholic. So that'll be that'll be an interesting one. What, that's Friday? Yeah, Friday, Friday, Friday the 13th. Friday evening at, Friday evening, uh, at 7 p.m. at Central Catholic High School uh, if you're if you're able to go out. So yeah, if you're not me. Yeah, if you're not at the Spurs game at the Alodome, well <laughs> go to Tom Benson Stadium and get another good I think match. What fifty, sixty thousand is expected at the yeah. at this at the Spurs match? Yeah. So moving on to uh, the district two four uh region four boys. Brownsville St. Joseph, uh, three and one in district. Uh, San Antonio Christians, three and one in district. Uh, Laredo St. Augustine Knights, three and one. Uh, TMI, two and one. St. Mary's Hall, uh, one and two. Um, St. Anthony Yellow Jackets, zero oh and three. And uh, Victoria St. Joseph, zero uh, oh and three. Um, all of those are district uh, district plays here. So. Um, St. Anthony, or pardon me, St. Mary's kind of struggling, but. Uh, this looks to be a wide open district as far as, you know, mm-hmm. you know for uh, region four here. Yeah, I was at actually at the St. Mary's St. Anthony's game for both the boys and the girls and the boys were able to get a win. So they could get, you know, get a, their first win in district play. Yeah, this is going to be a very, this is a comparative well-balanced district, but I, like I said, I, I do see Brownsville St. Joseph. I, they do have a lot of talent down there. Uh, I think as far as the district title may come down for them and San Antonio Christian, uh, even though Laredo St. Augustine is still like said, tied with them, I still see San Antonio Christian. It's going to be between those two. And then it's going to be a dogfight for that. Those other playoff spots between Laredo and TMI. And is the top four and make it right? Is my understanding. I, I think so. Or top five. Like I said, we're going to taps is real weird on how many teams. Cause I remember last year they had six, one district had six teams in and, um, so it's it will, like I said, once it gets closer to the playoffs, we'll we'll see who gets in. But it's like I said, this district's a well balanced one. That you're gonna see it's a it's gonna be a dog fight. But I, I think San Antonio Christian has a good shot at getting that district title. They can knock off Brownsville St. Joseph's. Moving on, um, District Three, Region Four, or, or Four. Uh, the Atonement Academy, four and four, but three and zero in district. Uh, Corpus Christi and Garnet Word, two and zero. Corpus Christi St. Paul High School, the second one and zero. Shirts John Paul, one and one, um, three and six on the year. Uh, New Braunfels Christian Academy, zero and one. Geneva, uh, the boys three and five, zero and one. Kerrville and Holy Cross. Uh, Holy Cross looks like it's going to be a rough year for them. Just looking at the the standings and the scores that, that they've uh, had here. So, um, the Atonement Academy, uh, you know, through here, do you expect Shirts John Paul to kind of creep back up the standings? I know it's very very early. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. 
but the one thing with the Antonio, like you got to give it to you know, credit to them. They, you know, making that switch from from the fall soccer taps to the to the winter soccer taps. It's you know they, they've done a great job, and like I said, for them, this is their second year in the winter so- soccer. It's it's starting to pay bit dividends for them from you know from last year. You know, it was a little rough patch for them, but here it's now they're like I said, they have the district lead. So I I do see them going into the playoffs. I think John Paul the second. I think from shirts. I think they'll they'll fight for it. And they'll, they'll keep an eye on also on on Raffles Christian too. So they they might be a one of those sleeper teams that can sneak in and get into the playoffs as well. Moving on, I believe it's to the ladies because there's three. Yeah. So uh, District One, uh, Region Two, uh, San Antonio uh, Apaches, uh, eleven wins, one loss, three draws, three and zero in. Um, Conference district, Houston St. Agnes three and zero as well. Uh, Houston St. Prius three and two, uh, and Carnard Ward two and one. Uh, Tomball Concordia one and two. Uh, Houston and Carnard Ward one and three, and the Villages out of Houston zero uh, and five and zero and six on the season here. Uh, what struck me uh, looking at Max Preps, uh, you know for the you know for the ladies for their state rankings, they have. Uh, Antonian, I think, was what second in the state here, if, if memory serves me right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that here, just you know, and, and I know that's their rankings, and, and you know, uh, for that here. But your thoughts on on uh, Antonia and on the ladies side? I, I think for them, like I said, they're they were the favorite for this district. I'm sure that I'm I'm sure St. Agnes is gonna. Have something we'll have something to say, but I'm looking for for that game. But I think Antonian is gonna really contend and try to get that district title. Now, you know, for the state rankings, you know, you have some powerhouses in the Dallas area, you know, and you know we'll see we'll see what you know. Hopefully, like I said, Antonia can the ladies can prove them wrong once they get into the playoffs. Uh, in Carnivore, San Antonio Carnivore, the uh, hopefully they'll get in. Like I said, last year they had a rough season. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've kind of bounced back a bit. And, you know, they do have 11 wins, but they have seven losses. But, I mean, they're playing quality teams. So that's, you know, hopefully that's going to help them, you know, get into like when to help them win a playoff spot and also go deep too as well. Because, yeah, once they run into those Dallas teams and then, like I said, the last few years, the Dallas teams for taps for 6A have been, you know, they've they've dominated. You know they've had the I think the last few I think the few district the state champions I think the last five years. Yeah, I was trying to see. So they played. Well, it looks like here they played a at the Harlandale tournament. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say who they played, but they won four zero, lost one five, and then won three one on Saturday. So they went two and one there, and then JP two tournament. Uh, went, went three and two. So yeah, they've they've been playing playing competitive and, and quite a few uh, quite a few victories, especially after starting out zero and three. They got hot and have started putting it together uh, for that here. Um, their next match would be well, they're playing in the NEISD uh, tournament this weekend. So uh, for that here, yeah, the showcase, yeah. yeah, in the showcase, and then. The seventeenth, they'll play Antonian at Antonian. So, uh, but that's what next week, next yeah, next next Tuesday night. 
Next Tuesday night, yeah, at seven o'clock, or pardon me, six o'clock at Antonium College Prep. Uh, for that here before they go on the road to uh, Houston for the weekend. So, yeah, one one thing I noticed from the, these teams, especially the six A, uh, they're actually since they have the Houston and San Antonio, you know, into one district play, they're actually playing back to back games on weekends. Mm-hmm. Like they'll play, like I saw, I know St. Pius with the boys, they were playing. They played Antonio that Friday night, and then they played Central Calico the next day. I think that way they, they don't have to travel during. during it's just one days. overnight stay. Yeah, one overnight stay, so, which is a pretty good, smart idea from for them. You know, you know, it's it's less travel for them and less stress from missing missing class too. Yeah, looking at here, so the, you know, the twentieth they go over, they go over to Houston. The following weekend they go back over to Houston. You know, I guess February third and fourth. As well, so. But then Houston comes to them the following weekend, so it's it's good. It seems like the local schools are going to be more that midweek, that Tuesday yeah. match. Um, but if it's a San Antonio versus Houston, that then it go, you know, you travel uh, over there. So. And then moving on to District Two, Region Four, uh, San Antonio Christians three and zero, Saint Anthony two and one, Saint Mary's. Come on, Coach Cano, two and two, CMI one and one, uh, Laredo St. Augustine still hasn't uh, recorded anything, and Victoria St. Joseph zero and one in, in district here. So, uh, per, me personally, I'd like to see St. Mary's higher. I'm not putting any pressures on the coach, <laughs> but you know, I'm just, just just calling it as I see it here. But uh, uh, San Antonio Christian and St. Anthony's. Uh, um, and St. Mary's is right there, to be honest with you. So your, your yeah. thoughts on, on District 2, uh, Region 4? Well, I was at the Tuesday night game for St. Mary's and St. Anthony's. And uh, St. Mary's was winning at the half, but St. Anthony's was able to uh, Pull it out. build some momentum in the second half and ended up winning that game. Um, and, you know, like I said, St. Mary's couldn't, you know, couldn't withstand that little, that little that run that St. Anthony's did on those goals. Um, I know they played San Antonio Christian, I think, believe last night. So I don't know if that was a result that's already come out for that. Uh, that was a tough, like I said, he, I know Coach kind of mentioned that was going to be one of the top games for that, for district play. Uh, San Antonio Christian, actually, I got to see them play on um, this past, last Thursday night uh, when they played Bernie. We won't mention the score from last night. We'll just say the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they played Bernie last night and um, – so last Thursday night, San Antonio Christian actually had some. They had some really good talent on that team. You know, they really do move the ball well. Um, great, uh, really great midfield. So, you know, keep an eye on them. They said so they they could make a run in that for in the four eight girls playoffs. Keep an eye on them. I think they have an opportunity to 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 win a couple of playoff games and maybe even represent San Antonio for for the for the state tournament for taps. Yeah, so on the 20th, they play Laredo, and this is for uh, St. Mary's. They play Laredo, St. Augustine, 24th TMI, and then the 31st, uh, Victoria, St. Joseph. So if they can get get quality wins on those, I think they'll be fairly safe. If they struggle, um, mm-hmm. it'll put them on that borderline when it comes playoff time, I have a feeling. So, But uh, anything on San Antonio Christians? Uh, like I said, they – like I said, seeing them, like I said, even though they lost to Bernie, they gave Bernie, they gave him, they gave him some fits. And it was actually, like I said, it was, you know, they kind of got a little winded towards the end, but 
they kept up with Bernie. Uh, and so that's a, it's good for them playing some tougher competitions. Like I said, it's going to help them in the end go into the playoffs. And, and, and St. Anthony's too, like I said, they got a big, you know, a, a big win for them at mm -hmm. St. Mary's Hall. You know, it's a great confidence booster for them. I'm a little surprised TMI's, you know, there because usually, they, like I said, they've been successful. They've gone to, you know, won some of the a state championship. Uh, hopefully they'll bounce back. And like I said, and like I said, well, hopefully we'll have all four San Antonio teams representing <laughs> in the playoffs for us before I hear taps. Moving on to the uh, John Paul II Invitational, as I like to call it, but just joking here. But, uh, you know, what, two-time defending champs? Three out of four, mm -hmm. I think, is along those lines. 13-4-1, uh, 1-0 in district. Uh, uh, New Braunfels Christian Academy, 6-2, 1-0. The, the Lady Bears from San Marcos, 1-0 uh, in district. Uh, uh, Geneva School of Bernie. Uh, undefeated, still seven and zero, but they haven't played any district. And then uh, the Atonement, zero and one in district. Holy Cross, zero and one in district. And Corpus Christi St. Paul, the second, zero and one um, in district. When when I was looking at this here, um, to me, I was kind of interested to see Geneva's uh, schedule, mm -hmm. um, and then looking at uh, Church John Paul because you know they've got four losses already, which. To me, I was like, well, how did they get the, the four losses? They lost to Antonian um, in the uh, JP2 soccer tournament, uh, probably the championship game, 0-1. They lost in Austin Reg Regents, 0-2-0. Uh, uh, lost to San Antonio Christian, 2-4. They drew Davenport and lost to Canyon Lake in the Harlandale tournament, 2-3. Uh, 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 they are playing in the East uh, Northeast uh, showcase here where they're playing East Central's uh, Clemens and Judson. So. Thoughts on uh, shirts, uh, John Paul II. Uh, good record. Um, you know, any, any disappointing uh, results there, but you know, based on their losses that you thought, because they are playing bigger schools. So I, I mm -hmm. guess that's, that's 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 where that comes into play. Yeah, that result versus Davenport. Uh, that's that's a good result for them because I, I think, like I said, Davenport is going to be one of those teams to watch out for for four A girls for UIL. Um, and, and they're in that brutal district with Wimberley, Bernie, and mm -hmm. and also yeah. Canyon Lake. So it, it's good for, like I said, GP, the second. Like I said, scheduling these games is going to be permanent, like I said, for playoffs. But keep an eye on Geneva. Like I said, you know, you know they you know, they may – like I said, that's going to be interesting game when they do hook up, you know, and play against each other. And I'm, I'm not sure when that game is going to be. August 18th at uh, Wheatley Heights uh, Sports Complex. Uh, the, uh, this 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 month yeah january 18th yeah 18th so yeah that's gonna be that's a wednesday night game so yeah wednesday you have a chance uh, yeah to have a chance check that game out I, I think that might be one of the top taps games here in the city you know a, a real matchup but also keep an eye and also nebraska's christian and i said they have a good good squad too they may want to they may challenge also uh church john paul so those three teams them, themselves are going to really, I think, be the class, the class hack of, of this district and so forth. But I think in the end, I think John Paul II will win the district title. Yeah. So you mentioned New Braunfels uh, Christian. They beat uh, Antonio early in December, 5-0. Mm -hmm. uh, beat Davenport 6-2. Uh, lost to Bernie 2-0 um, for that here. Uh, as far as non-conference, they have another game against Davenport towards the end of the year. 
uh, along those lines. And then they play uh, what I said, the 18th they play uh, over here. They play John Paul shirts at Weston Fields on the 19th, the day after. So that'll be kind of interesting uh, where uh, JP2 will play in your view that, you know, probably the top two, top two teams in the districts on, on back-to-back nights. Yeah. So it, it'll be, it's, like I said, it's going to be a three, a three horse race on, on this, but like I said, I'll still give the edge to John Paul. Cause like I said, they are the defending champs. And like I said, they've played some really tough competition and they've got some positive results, but, you know, very impressed with what uh, Christian has done too, as well, you know, getting that victory over Antonian and, you know, and, so I know we're not doing rankings yet, but uh, if you were to pick one or two TAPS teams from the boys or girls, uh, anybody that's possibly sneaking in uh, to your rankings? As far as power rankings, I do see John Paul the second girls. I, I could see them pro- possibly in my top five, you know. Well, and um, Antonian, I think it was Ant- Antonian, right? Uh, Antonian too. Yeah. You know, possibly them in the top 15. The boys, it more likely to be Central Catholic. You know, in the top ten, um, like I said, they played, you know, some great results. I mean, knocking off Sale like Carroll s- s- speaks volumes there. You know, that's that's a to beat them is a big confidence booster going into the the rest of their game. So, um, so there, I, I do see. Hope you know, like I said, when I do have the power rankings, you'll probably get to see them down there. So we're gonna briefly go over UIL. Um, it's very very early week one. Do some tournaments. You know, like there's uh, when we go through here, there'll be some games that some teams that don't have any uh, things here. As I mentioned, I pull it from Max Preps and then try to, if if nothing there, I try to go through uh, mysa.com. You know, they have a great scoreboard that you can go to. And, and thank you both to Max Preps and mysa for uh, having us here. Uh, but early in the season, especially not you know non district, it gets a little bit tough because some teams report tournament action, some teams don't. Um, so, uh, keep that in mind if, if you do see your school and it's not a true reflection of what your record is, um, it's just, that's, we, we, you know, we have to have some kids consistency mm-hmm. on where we're pulling the records from, uh, for that here. So just to give a heads up here. So starting out, uh, 4A, uh, district boys, 20, uh, district 26 boys, Davenport, uh, 2-0, Wimberley 2-0, Bernie, one uh, and one uh, Canyon Lake, uh, Bandera, uh, one and four, um, and then Fredericksburg, zero oh and one here. Um, no shocks on, on Davenport and Wimberley uh, kind of being being at the top. Yeah, no shocks. But I, I think for playoff wise, my top four for playoffs are, is probably more likely going to be Davenport, Wimberley, Bernie, uh, and Canyon Lake. Uh, I, I like I said, I mentioned in the fifty fifty podcast. Uh, I think Bernie's going to do the three-peat. I just don't see anybody that can mat- match up with them here in Region 4. Um, well, them and Davenport have uh, – last year had a couple – and that might have been the – I might getting the girls. Confused, Close games, but, yeah. Um, but I thought they were kind of uh, a little bit testy, I guess we could kind of say. Yeah. But, like I said, Bernie, they're, they're, co- they're the coach talent. well, talent. And also that, they're, they're a superstar goalkeeper who – you know, you had a gung ho job last year in the state in the state final. <laughs> um, I still give them the edge, and and then, and then just like I said, looking over Region Four, you know, even in the Valley teams, I just don't see any team really challenging them. You know, maybe from within their own district, we'll give them a run, 
But like I said, I, I see. Nothing but those are the four. Well. Those are my four. I think they're gonna make. They're gonna make the playoffs. And then District Twenty Seven Boys: Lavernia four zero, Kennedy five two and one, Gonzalez three and four, Fox Tech two three, and uh, Memorial and uh, Yonkum zero and one. Uh, like I said, very early standings here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lavernia, they they did well last year. Uh, Kennedy. Gonzalez is kind of new to our show. We, you know, they weren't in a district that we followed last year. Um, same with the uh, Yoakum Bulldogs uh, for that year. So thoughts on uh, District 27? I, I think Laverne is still the favorite for this district. But keep your eye on Kennedy. They actually had a, a big, uh, a, a good result versus Bernie Champion at, Bur- at Bernie, which was this kind of shocker, you know, a little shock there that, you know, you know how Bernie Champions reputation as far as being one of the top programs. You know, even though they had a hard time last year, and it seems like right now they have they haven't gotten together yet. But you know, with this district, I think the top four teams as far as making the playoffs. I, I do see Lavernia. I think Kennedy's going to make the playoffs. Uh, Gonzalez is another team. They've had some success on the playoffs the last few years. Now they're in this new district, so keep an eye on them. Uh, Fox Tech, I know they made the playoffs last year. I, I think they have a good bunch. They're returning a lot of Letterman. You know, there were a lot of freshmen and sophomores, so they're gonna they're gonna be a seasoned team. So keep an eye on them. Uh, Memorial, I think they may contend for that final spot too. So you're gonna have five teams that are gonna compete for those four those four spots. But Lavernia, I think, is gonna be Lavernia is the, the class. The, yeah. Although don't sleep on Kennedy. Is, is, yeah, don't uh, sleep on uh, them. Yeah, because they have, <laughs> yeah. 28, um, Floresville 2 0, 1 0 in district. Uh, they beat Poteet. Uh, Pleasanton 3 1 1. Uvalde, Somerset, Hondo, Poteet, uh, Pearsall didn't have anything on the board here. Um, you know, like I said here, I, I know it at, at, um, for, you know, for, um, for this level, it's, it's, it's a little bit challenging, especially if they're playing in tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned Floresville, you know, in, in our preview, kind of be, them and Pleasanton being the one to kind of watch. Uh, any surprises like with Uvalde or Somerset getting off to a slow start? Uh, not not so much. And like I said, gra- I know the graduation hit them. Um, I know Hondo, I know they took some lumps. They played some quality teams. So, you know, you got to give it to Hondo. I think they're wanting to take that next set because they just missed, they missed the playoffs just by, by, by a game. So, uh, this is, you know, as far as the, you know, Floresville and Pleasanton, it's probably going to be those two for the district title. Um, and also getting to the playoffs. But the last two spots, I think it's a wide open, wide open mi- minus maybe Pearsall, because Pearsall is, like I said, they're a new program, so I'm not too familiar with them. Uh, Poteet, I think they still have a long way to go. But I think between Ovalde, Somerset, and Hondo, it's going to come down for the two last playoffs. So it's going to come down to those three schools. Oh, well, that one's the wrong side. Moving over to the ladies, uh, District 26, Wimberley 4 0, uh, Bernie 4 0, or pardon, Wimberley 5 0, Bernie 4 0, Canyon Lake 6 1, Carmel Davenport 5 1 and 1, and then the drop, uh, Bandera, Fredericksburg, and, and Great Griff, uh, Great Hearts, North Hooks, uh, no record here, but. The top, uh, the top four, I think, is pretty clear on, on this one here. Yeah. It's just a matter of the order. Yeah, I mean, last year, Wimberley won the district title, but they got knocked off by Bernie, and Bernie ended up going to state. Uh, it, it's going to be the same again. 
those four teams, they're going to fight it, fight it out for that district title. So I, I just don't see Bandera, Fredericksburg, or Great Hearts challenging for that lap for one of the playoff spots. So it'll be four. As far as the district title, I, I think it's going to really come down to Bernie and Wimberley. Like I said, I uh, did see, I did get to, did get to see Bernie play. Uh, they look a lot better than last year. Uh, as far as you can tell, the chemistry's there, and it's really kind of taken up a notch. I think that because they were a young team last year, I think this year they got that experience for that long run into the to the state semifinals. It's helped them, and like I said, they had a really good game against San Antonio Christian. And also, here's surprising they they actually beat Southwest seven to one in that Northeast ISD showcase. So that tells you there that you know, and I did see Southwest two play t- as well. Southwest has some talent. For Bernie to beat, you know, beat you know, beat Southwest, that that says a lot that this team's gonna make another another run, a deep run into the playoffs. So, but those are, yeah, what you see on the records, those are probably gonna be your four teams going into the playoffs. And I'll say this, you know, you're gonna see the 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 depth of 26 when you go to 27, mm-hmm. uh, or I think it might be 28, but it's you know, 27 is where you don't see that depth. Lavernia four and one, Yoakum uh, two one and one, Kennedy one and two, uh, you know, Fox Tech, San Antonio Young, Young Women's, Gonzalez Memorial, um, you know, Great Hearts, Monte Vista. Um, 26 has the powerhouses. This one here. You, you know, just just looking at the records, you know, you, you in and looking at the scores as well. You know, it's not so much just the records, but just you know the scores mm-hmm. uh, from you know from here. You know, it, it, whoever finishes in the top four of, of this play, you know, in, in this district here, it'll be interesting to see how they do that first round in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I as far as the the I guess you can say the cream of the crop of this district, it's going to be the Lavernia girls. I, I think. They've they've had a, they had a good season last year. I just don't see any of these other teams touching them. Um, as far as for that district title, I think they'll run away with this. And, and this is going to be wide. As far as the three other playoffs are, it's going to be wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be wide open. You know, maybe Yoke, like I said, Yokum, San Antonio, you know, Kennedy. We'll 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 learn more into couple of weeks, next yeah. few weeks to see who really kind of stands out. But like I said, as far as you know who's going to win the district is going to be Lavernia. Uh, Twenty-eight, uh, also another district that not a lot of action on. Uvalde three and two. I think last year they had a deep run uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Pleasanton two four and two, Floresville zero oh, and two, and then you know unfortunately no records. And, and I believe they've played. Just unfortunately nobody's reported anything. Um, yeah. You know on records here, so it's hard to really discuss twenty-eight outside of Uvalde. Um, and I guess Pleasanton uh, mm-hmm. before that here, but uh, those those your top two or I think I think you're gonna add Floresville into the mix too. Them dropping down from five A to four A, I, I, th- I think you know they were in that district with Southwest and with Lake Medina Valley, so they're they're battle tested. I think now they're playing teams. They're you know they can as far as same po- student population, they can match up. Ovalde, I think like I said, it, the district title is gonna come down to between Ovalde and Pleasanton. Um, Flores will be in the mix for that third playoff spot, and then the the fourth one's going to be, I think, it's going to be wide open. Wide open. I, I honestly think I think Hondo may this this could be the year for the Hondo girls to get that fourth playoff spot. I think they'll have the edge over Somerset, and then then over Coteet and and Pearsall. So, but that that one there to me, when you look at at, at twenty six with the powerhouses, 
27 and 28. And just, it just to me, at this point, the talent isn't there. It's yeah. coming, but it, the, the talent just isn't isn't right there at this point. Uh, moving to 5A, districts 26, 27, and 28. Um, on the girls' side, starting out. Smithson Valley, 4-0. Bernie Champion, 1-0. Uh, Comel Piper, 1-0. Canyon four and one, Veterans Memorial three and one, Kerrville Tyvee two one and one, Seguin and and uh, Wagner uh, finishing up at zero and two. Not a lot. Um, like I think Burning Champions played more than one match. I think Piper's played more than one match. Um, so you know, but these are the records that are submitted here. Um, your thoughts on twenty six? You know, as far as for five A. This is this is the for girls soccer. This is the group of death for San Antonio. For five A girls soccer, um, yes, Vincent Valley girls jumping there from six A to five A, and actually, like I said, I got to see them play. Great, great team. I mean, they they can really touch the ball. Um, they it, they beat a really good El Paso uh, Franklin team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie Champion, like I said, they knocked off Dripping Springs last year. They made the run to the state tournament. Uh, keep an eye on them. Uh, also, keep an eye on uh, Canyon. Uh, I got to see them play. They knocked off Austin Bowie. Uh, they they're gonna they're gonna give Bernie Champion and Cincinnati Valley a run for their money, you know, in district play, and that and that for that fourth spot, believe it or not, I think I think the Piper Warriors are gonna I think they're gonna end up getting that fourth spot. Uh, it's gonna come down I think between them and Vendors Memorial. I just don't see Kerrville, Tyvee, and Seguin and Wagner challenging. So my top like as far as playoffs, I think more is gonna be Cincinnati Valley, Bernie, Piper, and Canyon. So you bring up kind of an interesting point with Kerrville Tyvee because it's historically been one of the top programs in the area. Last year, if memory serves me correct, they struggled a little bit here. Um, is it just because bigger schools have kind of moved into their, their district or, you know, kind of what, what's brought – and I hate saying that, that it's a slide because uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the competition has grown. But they, they were historically one of, you know, one of the top area teams. And I'm not saying that they're a poor team by any means. But. Yeah. I, I think that just the talent level, especially like with these schools, like with Champion, Piper, Canyon, it's it's grown. Um, even a little bit with since Veterans Memorial, it's grown a little bit. Um, but now when you're adding Sense of Valley in the mix, you know, it, it's, it's just made it a, a lot level. tougher. Yeah. So, and for me, those are the four, like I said, those are the four I see, I think, clinching the playoff spot and as far as the district title i think it's going to end up becoming a, a, between bernie champion and Swinson valley which i'm not sure when they're going to play we'll see um i'm interested when they're let me see i'm trying to find their their schedule really quick on when they're going to meet up because that's probably going to be the game <laughs> the game of the week i can um, tell you here i got it here max this is five a Four. This is twenty six. You said Burning Champion and and uh, Swenson Valley. They actually play Tuesday. Ah, Valentine's Day. <laughs> so take your honey to the game there at <laughs> <laughs> to. And that game's gonna be at yeah at Bernie Champion. So yeah, you have another. Do they play side? Do, do they play home and away or? Yeah, they play home and then the, the next game they'll play. Uh, they'll be on I think March the tenth. 
which could yeah, decide the, last, the, the last district title. Yep. The Friday. Friday night football on that one. So you're not doing any uh, – those are probably going to be the two, two of the biggest games here. You know, and like I said, it's going to be a classic. Hopefully I'll, I'll be able to get up there. Enough the the Valentine's Day for sure the, the March third the March tenth game. So they play uh, Johnson and then uh, Copel or yeah Copel, um, Bernie Champion does so that'll be interesting. Yeah, for this weekend. And then Lovejoy, Lucas Lovejoy. They were in the playoffs last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of them. Actually, Lucas Lovejoy was one of the top ranked teams in the state, and then until they got knocked off. Yeah, so Bernie Champions got uh, this week here, you know, tough, and then they played Georgetown on, on Saturday. So um, that'll, that'll be definitely interesting uh, for them, you know, Smithson Valley. Yeah, Smithson Valley, I think they're going up to um... – They might be off. I'm not sure if they have any. Did they play Leander? Oh, they play Vista Ridge. Okay, so they'll be oh. in the Leander ISD showcase. Vista Ridge, Leander. Yeah, so they're playing two matches this weekend, and then they play oh, Cornerstone that? Christian uh, on, on, according to this on on the 17th. So. Yeah, that that Vista Ridge game should be a good, a good one with them. That should Up be a good Cedar test. Park. Yeah. So. Be interesting for uh, 26 girls. And then um, 27 Alamo Heights, 2 0 2, 1 0 in district. Uh, Jefferson, 4 3, 1 0. Highlands, um, actually, they have a win uh, for that here. Uh, they were 1 0. Uh, Burbank uh, and uh, MacArthur haven't played district yet, or Edison. Brackenridge, Sam Houston, and Lanier, um, all 0-1 in districts, and, and Highland should have a win there, uh, obviously, for you. It's typed it on that one there. But uh, Alamo Heights, anyone's it's early. Uh, two draws, uh, anything to be concerned about? No, they're playing high-level quality teams. I, I think they're, they're going to run away with this district. Right. Uh, they're they're going to win this district. Um, as far as the other three playoff spots, it's going to come down to – I, th- I think MacArthur moving down from 6A to 5A, I, th- I think they'll get a spot. Um, Jefferson, I know they made the playoffs last year. We're not sure how much they lost as far as graduation. But like I said, they have a 4-3 record. So, like I said, they're, just like they're, they're staying competitive. I, I think they'll be in the mix for the playoffs. Um, keep an eye on also on Edison. I know they made the play. Like I said, they went, I had that, I went to that game. They went to a shootout. Um uh, even though Jefferson end up winning the district title, they'll be in contention. And also keep an eye on the Burbank Lady uh, Lady Bulldogs. I, I think they could end up getting that fourth spot. Yeah, and Alamo Heights, two draws. Uh, Vista Ridge uh, from Cedar Park and Waco Midway, both 1-1 one, one draws uh, on this uh, on the 5th and the 7th uh, for that here. So um, they do play um, uh, Seguin in a tournament here. Uh, Tomorrow, but Wimberley and then uh, New Braunfels uh, Unicorns uh, on the 14th. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good test with them. Wimberley that Wimberley game. It's a, one of the top four teams versus five. That'd be. I think that'd be a good test for them, and also that New Braunfels game too as well. So for them, I haven't looked at Jefferson, but uh, let's see here. 
Jefferson. Uh, they just played uh, John Paul II, lost three to two. Um, they actually start district. They don't have a match until district next Tuesday on the seventeenth. So, or yeah, so they're off. Uh, they're off till then. So, and then uh, they get uh, Burbank and Alamo Heights uh, next week. So, welcome to district. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right off the bat. Uh, 28 girls, uh, Medina Valley, four, two, one Southwest two and one, uh, Southwest legacy, one, 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 uh, Southside Cardinals, two and four, uh, South Sand, one and three, McCollum, one and three, Harlandale, oh, three and one, and, uh, El Paso, uh, uh, CC win, oh, and one, as far as what's been reported here, Medina Valley going to give Southwest a, a challenge this year. Um, I did, like I said, I met, I did see Southwest play this week. Um, I saw them play against Harlan, and they, they got a one zero win. And I, but they did, they did dominate that game as far as touch, and you know, and they could have, they should have scored a couple more goals in. Uh, but then that, then they had that loss, that bad loss against Bernie High. You know, I think that might have humbled them there a little bit. But I still think Southwest girls are going to win the district. Uh, Medina Valley will challenge them, but the, I think Medina Valley will finish second. And then the the two other spots going to be, I think it's going to be wide open. Um, I, I think McCollum, because uh, I did see them last year in the playoffs, they really gave Jefferson a game last year. Um, I think they'll be in the mix. Uh, also, maybe Harlandale, even though they're 0 3, I think they have a chance. And also uh, Southside. Uh, Legacy, we'll see. Like I said, there's about four or five teams that can are going to compete for those final two spots. Yeah, so looking at Southwest, just kind of looking at theirs, they play Laredo Alexander. Which will uh, be a tough one for them. Tomorrow. Um, and then they get Hondo, then they get Wagner on the weekend, and then uh, Eagle Pass, and then they start um, district district play after that here. So first uh, Medina Valley uh, Southwest will be on the 31st in Cashelville there. Uh, for that here, and then the rematch is on the 24th. Uh, for that here, so uh, moving over to the boys 26, uh, Kerrville 3 and 1, Piper 2 and 1, Burning Champion 1 0 oh, and 1, uh, Como Canyon 2 and 2, uh, Veterans Memorial 2 and 4, Smithson Valley 1 5 and 1, and then uh, Seguin and um. The Wagner Thunderbirds, Smithson Valley, the one that sticks out to me, uh, you know, with the record. Now, obviously, Hoosley played shapes that record mm-hmm. quite a bit, but um, your thoughts on Smithson Valley early season struggles? I guess you could say. Yeah, they're 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 they are a young team. Um, like I said, I did see them play against Reagan. Reagan did, you know, really pounded them. They with a, they won five nothing and. Swinson Valley kind of really struggled on on that that press that Reagan likes that high press that Reagan likes to play, um, but I I think overall all this these you know these lumps are going to help them eventually, you know when they get into district play, um, I I think they may I, I still think they have a shot at winning the district even though they're at one five and one which may sound weird but I think they have a shot to win the district title. I think things will get to you know they'll get it together um, once they start. Um, another team I think to kind of look out for is uh, the Canyon Cougars. I mm-hmm. think they they have a good squad as well. 
Uh, they'll be in contention. Um, Piper's another one too. You know, being a new school, I think uh, they have a lot of players back. You know, they've they've had now they've built some chemistry. I think they have a good shot getting the playoff spot. And then the last playoff spot, I think it'll be a dogfight between Kerrville, um, you know, Bernie, Bernie champion, which, you know, I was surprised that they struggled with Kennedy. That, that was a, hopefully they, like I said, they'll bounce back from that. But the last playoffs, so I was probably going to be coming down to Kerrville, uh, Bernie champion, um, and possibly even like a veterans memorial. So those are the, probably the three. They're going to try to get that last spot. Moving to 27, Alamo Heights, 3-1, three, 1-0 uh, three one, one one district. Uh, Brackenridge, 1-0 one one district, 1-1. One one one. Uh, Jefferson, 1-2, uh, 1-0 one 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 district. Uh, Edison, Edison, MacArthur, Burbank uh, hasn't, hasn't played district. Sam Houston, Highlands, Lanier, 0-1-1 uh, for that here. Um, I, I know you mentioned Alamo Heights is just going to run this. Uh, it's not going to be close as far as for the, for the first uh, first seed, but how, how do you? I think you were high on Jefferson mm-hmm. um, in the preseason. I, well, for for Alamo Heights, I, I mean, there there'll be some games that are going to be cha- they're going to be challenged. I, I think one team to keep an eye out because we when the, we, we focus when we actually featured last year with Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. Sam Houston made the playoffs last year for the first time. I think they have they still have that you know, little core group of players. Uh, just keep they could you know they, they may give a little. I'm not saying like. A, like I said, they'll challenge Alamo Heights. It's not going to be a cakewalk for them, you know. Like I said, it, it, they're going to all these games that they play here, they're going to be challenged. But at Alamo Heights, I think they're going to win the district. As far as the four other three playoff spot, I think it's going to come down to maybe Jefferson, Brackenridge. Uh, I'm going to throw Edison in the mix and also Sam Houston. I think those are the four. Uh, keep an eye on MacArthur. You know, moving down from six to five. Might be might might help them there to maybe sneak in and get into that one of those playoff spots. So they they might be a dark horse there as far as getting to the playoffs. Um, and then the other teams, I think they'll be like I said, Lanier. I know they made the playoffs last year. They had a really good team, but they really f- faltered in that first their first round playoff against Harlandale. So we'll see if they're rebuilding again this year. Twenty eight boys, uh, Southwest four zero, Harlandale five and one, Medina Valley three two one, and. Uh, McCollum Southside, uh, uh, Eagle Pass, uh, Wind, uh, 0-2-1, South Sand, Southwest Legacy. Um, you know, this has been the, you know, Southwest, Invita- you know, Southwest Invitational mm-hmm. on the boys' side for, what, three years now? Three, four years. So I'm assuming you don't really think a whole lot's going to change in regards to that. Um, I think you mentioned that their schedule, they beefed up their schedule a little bit. Um, Did they go to Georgetown? Didn't get the, um, <laughs> didn't get the action get, they were looking. Yeah, I mean, they did get one with with uh, Austin Anderson. Austin Anderson's a good team. You know, that was a good win for them. Um, it's, like I said, but the other two weren't really, <laughs> I guess, as far as the quality. But, you know, that's a good start, you know. Uh, we'll, I know. I think they're hosting a showcase, I think, this weekend. And I'm not sure who they're they get Clark. They get Clark, Lo, uh, Los Fresnos. And Jay, Jay, as far as for this weekend, and that, then that next Tuesday they play at uh, at uh, Laredo Alexander, or yeah, at Laredo Alexander mm-hmm. next Tuesday. So th- those are some qu- some quality games because I did see Clark last night, and which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, they'll get a game from them. Um, 
Los Fresos will will give them a game. Los Fresos is one of the top Valley teams for 6A. Um, so that's going to be a good matchup. And then the last and John Jay. John Jay. John Jay is always, like I said, they've always had, had a good team. So that'd be a good test for them. And then going down to Alexander, who's the Alexander's made the regional quarterfinal the last two years. That's a, that's a good road game, to, uh, road test for them. Right before, right before the district. Yeah. So, and, and what's weird is they play for the district, and I'm assuming it's probably, well, actually, they play them three times, but according to here, they got uh, wins scheduled on the 27th and the 28th. That might be might be an error because they also play them on yeah. the 21st for that here. But according to Max Prep schedules, they got them two days, but I doubt it's that. It's probably just, the, yeah, just the an one. error. Yeah, that, and as far as the other three playoff spots, I think it's going to come down. I think Harlandale is going to be in the contention. Like I said, Harlandale had a good win, made a good. They had a big win last year in the playoffs, knocking off Lanier. Um, I think the Spencer Valley, uh, excuse me, the Medina Valley uh, boys. I think they'll they'll be. They had a decent game. year last year. They sneaked in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and then last spot. I think it's going to be wide open. Just keep your keep your eye on the south side. I think they may they may they could get that last spot. I think they made a run last year, right? I believe it was them that sneaked into that fourth slot. It was either them yeah. or Legacy. I forget which one of the. Yeah, uh, it's going to probably be between them and Legacy as far as that fourth spot, and then like South Sands moving down from six to five A. But like I said, I just don't see them. <laughs> in, in that. You're not giving them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, they, yeah. Unless they say, unless they can turn turn it things around, you know. And, I mean, like I said, you never know. You never know. Like you high school. Yeah, you in. never know. So, someone could get hot in district play, and and it's kind of like with us. Like when I coached my first year, you know, we, we were kind of we lost our first district game, and then went up ten, winning ten in a row. So it, you never know when you can get you get hot at the right time. So, but Southwest, like I said, they're going to win the district. But I think the last four play the three other playoff spots. I think it's going to come down to Harlando, Medina Valley, uh, Southside. Uh, yeah, it'll be wide open. 6A. Um, not a lot in 27 that was reported. Cibolo Steel 2-0. Um, New Braunfels 3-1. Judson 3-3. Three three. Shirts was kind of a little bit surprising. 0-2-2. Historically, they've been one of the good ones. East Central 0-2-1. Still very, very, very early, of course. Mm-hmm. Um your thoughts on um, you know district twenty seven for six A? Uh, the the team that really to keep an eye on is is actually New Braunfels. I, th- I think New Braunfels is going to win this district. Yeah, they made made up they made the playoffs last year. Even though, you know they lost to Reagan, but the year before they beat them. So keep an eye on them. As far as the three other playoff spots, I think it's going to. I think Clemens will bounce back. I think Steele will be in the mix. Um, and then the last one's going to be, I think it's going to be up in the air between San Marcos and East Central and Judson. I think who can ever, who can get the most wins out of those two games, I think they're going to end up getting that fourth spot. Moving on to 28 boys. Lee, 5-0, and 1-0 and in district. Brandeis, 2-0 and 1-1-0. Reagan, uh, A9 underscore 210. Is Reagan Rattlers, uh, Churchill. Um, all got opening wins uh, in district for the first week. Johnson, by Roosevelt, Madison, Clark, Marshall, uh, unfortunately took losses. I think Roosevelt, you know, if you're looking at record, uh, probably you know is the one that you know just looking at record, not you know uh, saying who they you know who they played or haven't played, but um, they had a pretty good uh, preseason. 
for that here. Your your thoughts on twenty eight? Lee looks to be back. <laughs> yeah, that this is like I said. This is a brutal district too. Um, I, I think it's. I think this is a th for the district title. It could be a three horse race. Uh, I'm going to include actually Brandeis in the mix and Brand. You know Brandeis. You know they were the surprise last year. I think they're they really have built momentum going into, you know, to this season. Uh, Reagan is still the favorite because, like I said, I did see them play. I've seen them already twice. They did struggle a little bit last night with with Clark. You know, they actually in the that one zero win it was off of, uh, from a PK, and Reagan, Reagan Clark really kind of frustrated them and you know didn't allow that that high press. You know, they were able to kind of get around a bit, but. Uh, I think Reagan will be is going to between as far as the district title is going to be between those three schools, the fourth the fourth spot. Um, I think it's going to come down to either Churchill or Johnson. So Lee's schedule here because they beat they're the team that beat Roosevelt because that's who I was looking to see who beat Roosevelt was Lee. Lee plays uh, Missouri City Ridge Point uh, tomorrow, um, Keller, and then Dripping Springs on Saturday at two. Uh, for that here, so should be a fun weekend for a uh, league. Yeah, and Keller, Keller is on some polls have been uh, has been at at the top. Uh, even though they had a, a little bump on the road with some games uh, last week, but that's gonna yeah, be a they great lost game. To Lake it, Travis, but, uh, one yeah, of. and Lake Travis is a defending state champ, so uh, no no shame on that. And but this is a good test for Lee and see where they're at. Like I said, right before again they get back into district play, uh, same thing with Reagan too. I think they're, I think they're, up, I think at the lakes too as well. I wonder I what tournament they're at because Keller plays Lee. They play Harlan. Yeah, it's the, on it's the Austin Saturday. Yeah, it's the Austin Grapevine on uh, on or Great Grapevine on on Saturday. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's the Austin Elites tournament. Uh, it's hosted by uh, seems Lake like Travis a pretty good, seems like a pretty, Lake, yeah. pretty strong tournament because. Uh, MacArthur, yeah, they got some teams Jordan from, and and Keller, yeah. Before. Yeah, so you're getting the best teams from Houston and Dallas in our region. Uh, I think I can't San Antonio to... pull that out. That, and that's what I'm saying. That's like uh, they should have a big elite showcase here. Do it. They're at Toyota. Uh, they're at, at least, every man uh, Dan saying Reagan's about to get thumped by seven links. So <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> You know, Seven Lakes is one of the top teams in the state, you know. But that Seven Lakes did lose. They did get a loss <laughs> last week. So so but that's gonna be a great game. Like I said, all these games that they're playing is just preparation for district play and also your playoff run. So it, it like I said, it, it's good for them and, and you and you're gonna see the the cream of the crop kind of rise out of it once you can see more deeper into the district play. Moving to District 29, Warren uh, and Harlan uh, each got district wins. Brennan Holmes took uh, district losses. Uh, John Jay, uh, Taft, uh, O'Connor, Stevens. Uh, AJ plays junior varsity for Stevens, so I won't lie, I'm impartial to Stevens this year. Uh, Sotomayor, uh, new school uh, for that here. I think they're playing Stevens tonight, uh, probably as we're speaking uh, for that here. District 29, uh, I know Harlan Harlan typically is the, the, I think, was your favorite going in. O'Connor's typically strong. 
Taft, I've been kind of impressed with. You know, I, I know they've got two losses, but they played some competition um, down, you know, down in the uh, down in the valley um, for that here. So, your thoughts on uh, the twenty nine boys? Yeah, this is also it's going to be a competitive district. Har Harlan, Harlan, I think they're going to be the favorite, but they'll have some. They're going to have some challenges from from O'Connor. I think Taft's going to challenge them too. Uh, keep an eye on Warren. Mentioned, uh, Warren either. In their yeah, keep an eye, keep an eye on Warren. I think yeah, Warren, Warren's always up there. Even even Brennan, you know, might you know challenge him a little bit too. But Carlin's going to win. Uh, more likely going to win this district. And then, as far as seeing the other three in the playoffs, I, I think O'Connor is going to be in the mix. Taff, um and Warren. Uh, even Jay, watch out for Jay. Jay could surprise some teams this year. Warren's so, gonna. I think this weekend will be a good test for them because they play Edison, you know, which mm -hmm. you know tomorrow. But then they play Davenport and, and Los Resnos, which you mentioned earlier is, is a solid yeah. team from the Valley. So we'll probably get a pretty good idea of how you know how real Warren is, and I know it's early. Um, yeah, but you know how they're actually how they're going to shape up uh, for that here. And then let's see here. Uh, 27 girls, uh, uh, Jetson 4 and 1, New Braunfels 3 and 1, East Central 3 and 1, Steel 1 2 1, San Marcos 1 and 3, and uh, Shirts Clemens 1 and 4. So, I, I still I, I think New Braunfels is going to win this district. This is the one where Dripping Springs should have been in. I'm sorry, Dripping Springs should have been in this conference. <laughs> just, you know, I know they got put up in Austin, but I think this was. Yeah, with Lake Travis and Westlake, but I'm sure I'm sure they'll take care of business over there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it would have um, gave it some, it would have gave it some meat. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, Dripping uh, is not too far away from San Marcos. I think they could have. It would have been interesting because, like I said, you know, especially that first round game, they could play one of the Northeast teams in that first round. But like I said, New Braunfels are probably going to win this district. As far as the three other playoff spots, I, I see Sybil Steel in the mix. Um, Clemens, even though even though that record is kind of a little deceiving, Clemens plays quality teams. Mm -hmm. So it's prepared to get them ready for district play. I think, I'll think they'll, they'll be in the mix of the playoffs. And then the last one, the last playoff spot, I think it's going to be wide open, you know. You know, could this be the year that Judson finally breaks through and get and gets in that last playoff spot? You know, gets it together. So it'll be interesting. Twenty-eight, uh, Lee, four uh, zero uh, off to a good start. Reagan only reported one win. Brandeis two and two, one win in district. Uh, Madison and Churchill drew. Uh, Madison three and zero one on the year. Uh, Marshall Clark and Roosevelt uh, took losses uh, in in conference, and and Johnson had a week uh as far as districts so your thoughts on, on the ladies in 28 this like i said this is another brutal district <laughs> in this region for the girls there's probably six teams that can make the playoffs you know six up you know slots. Uh, you only have 44 <laughs> slots yeah um last night i was actually at the reagan clark game that was my game of the week for the you know for this you know this for this uh, cycle and I was really anticipating a great game, and but Reagan really dominated this game, and got to give it to the Clark uh, goalkeeper. You know, to me, she was the player of the game. She made some some world class saves. You know, keep, this game could have been a route. I mean, 
uh, talking to Steve Sanchez, who was there with me, and then Matt was there, were there with me too. And this could have turned to like a four or five nothing game had not that keeper made some, some amazing saves. And, you know, props to her. Also, a little shout out to her. Um, you know, if there was a game of the a game of player of the game, she, she would have gone in a little, little, little trophy like that. Quartal like got today. Um, but Reagan, they're going to be, like I said, they're just strong. They really touch the ball well. They're very physical. They're fast. I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll win this district, but they'll have some challenges. I think Brandeis, I think, keep an eye on them. They may challenge, like I said, have a challenge for them. Same thing with Lee. You have Madison in the mix. Um, the Johnson girls, even though they, you know, they may have a losing record, but like I said, they, you know, they split last year with Reagan and they met, they met in that regional quarterfinal and they went to the overtime. So, you know, you have about quite a few teams. Clark, I think great defense, great goalkeeping. I, what they need really to fix is um, it's up top. You know, they do. I don't think they got a shot on goal yesterday. So they need, you know, I guess they find someone yeah, that can create some, yeah, create some offense for them. But as far as the four teams in the playoffs, you know, just kind of preliminary for me, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Reagan. It's going to be Johnson. Um, I think Madison and possibly Lee. Uh, but keeping, like I said, keeping on church, like I said, keeping on Churchill, you know, and also maybe this is a tough conference, though. It's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, it'll go down to the final weeks before, mm-hmm. before we know, possibly know who wins it and who, you know, who the top four are. Uh, 29 didn't do 29, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's last year's record. So I must have missed 29 here. Let me go to my essay. Sorry, I was doing this right before we got here. Well, we got here. So 29, Brennan, 4 and 1, 1 and 0 in conference, or pardon me, district. Uh, Warren, 3 and 1. Uh, Taft, 4 and 0. Uh, John Jay, 3 0 and 1. Uh, O'Connor, 2 and 2. Sotomayor, 1 2 1. Holmes, Stevens, and uh, Har- uh, 1 and 2. Uh, Harlan, probably the surprise at 1 and 3. Uh, for that here, zero and one in district, and Holmes is zero and one in districts. The others haven't haven't played. They're probably playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that here, so stands out to me historically Harlan being down where they're at. I know they graduated quite a bit last year. Uh, for that here, if memory serves me correct, um, Taft four zero on the year. Uh, they've looked solid uh, for that here, and and Brennan and Warren historically have been pretty good. Yeah, for for. For I think the top three for that district is going to be Taft, O'Connor, and Brennan. Uh, I did see Brennan play this weekend. They actually played against Dorio and they got a six-two win. Um, even though <laughs> they were had a loss, which you were happy about. I mean, they they I was really impressed. You know, they have a really good forward that can really she can outmuscle some people and use her body, to, you know, and take shots, and they really can move the ball. But the one surprise for me, I think the one that may take this is going to be it might be Taft. Taft went down to the valley and they really flexed their muscle down there. They and, did, and and keep an eye on them. I think they may they may take a deep run this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make it to the regional semifinals this year. You know, and and O'Connor, I know they had a coaching change this year. Uh, they still had some good results. I was surprised they lost to to Harlingen, but Harlingen does have a good team. Uh, but I think they'll bounce back that. But it's going to be a three horse race for that district title. Like last year, it went down to the 
to the last couple games, like one beat one and one beat the other in order for them, someone to get the title. So those are the three. As far as the last spot, I have, a, I have like I said, I was, I did see Harlan play against Southwest and they really did struggle, you know, a bit, especially up top. They need to find some offense as far as, you know, someone that can really kind of put pressure up top and get goal, create chances and create goals. Um, don't be surprised. Keep an eye on the, on the John Jay girls. I've been watching, kind of watching them on Twitter. Some of the results, they may be, they may contend in that last, that fourth spot. Um, same thing with, um, you know, like so, it's probably going to be between them and Harlan. Uh, also, maybe Warren. And then I know, I know the last one we had a, like an update on the Soto Mayor was beating Stevens two to zero. Uh, so hopefully, I get an update on that. What the update the score on that, but. You know, keep you know, even though they're a first year program, you know, they may have like I said, who knows what talent they were able to to shift from the Harlan to them <laughs> from the boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. even though they're first in the sophomores, they may have enough to maybe sneak in and and get that force and contend and get that four spot. So game of the week uh that you're gonna be going out to one, two, multiple. Uh what what's the Rafa schedule this week, uh depending on availability? More likely I think tomorrow we'll I uh, hopefully will be at Comalander. Um I'm looking ho- uh, with to see there's a big game tomorrow. Uh the Lady Jaguars from Johnson are gonna face the defending six A state champs, South Lake Carroll. That's gonna be a great test for Johnson. Good measuring stick where they're at. Um, Saturday, I'll probably be back over there, maybe checking out some games there, or maybe I'll see, maybe head down. I might head down maybe to Southwest to see some of the games down there. We'll, we'll see what, what the, how the schedules fit out on there. Friday, I'm not sure I'll be able to, if I'm going, maybe I'll be at the Alamo <laughs> for the game for the Spurs. Yeah, game Friday's going to be hard just because I, I know. The entire city is trying to get everybody to go to the Alamo Dome to, to set the uh, record for you know for the Spurs and um, for the Spurs season. That's I think that's what they're shooting for. I hate to say it, but even though they're tanking, uh, <laughs> they're tanking. Um, I did hurry here. Curry uh, is most likely going to play as well, so which is going to be a good draw. Um, I didn't actually attend a game at the Alamo Dome when when the Spurs played there. Uh, you know, for a lot of people, though, they loved it when it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to, to see the crowd and uh, along those lines here. So, yeah, I got to attend one game. It was, a, I think, against Sacra- the Sacramento Kings. So I think the Spurs won that game. <laughs> Knowing the Kings. Well, that was back when the Spurs used to win. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, it's a rebuild. You had 20 years of. of Great basketball and great records. It cycles. It's through there. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody can match that. I mean, it's it's it, nowadays it's just tough. And then section one fourteen, where we talk about other sports. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get together to do a show with Robert and uh, uh, John from Spurs and Salsa, and kind of talk about uh, the uh, the NFL playoffs coming up. Uh, Robert's Vikings uh, got got we'll the lose, afternoon we'll lose against the Giants. Nah, I think that I think they pull it out. Uh, Cowboys play Monday care. night against Tampa, so can they actually uh, not choke this round? Um, I, I, don't, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's 
my Broncos, uh, they waited too long to fire the coach. Once they fired the coach, they became a respectable team. Go figure. But uh... <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the Cowboys get it, get it going. Yeah, and then we're in the blue jerseys. Uh... <laughs> Is there a blue jersey jinx? Like I think I think I it goes back. This isn't the first year. This has been. What, They've won some games with their blue jersey. I, I think the jinx goes back to when they played the Colts in that Super Bowl. Because they wore the blue jerseys, and then ever since they've never worn the blue jerseys in the, in the kind of playoff game ever again. I think this is the first time they. Well, I take that back. I think they did play wear the blue jerseys against when the LA Rams. I think made it to the Super Bowl. Mm. They wore the blue jerseys, and they lost that game. That they're, I think looking back, so it's like a, hopefully they'll break the curse. You know, hopefully Parsons will. <laughs> send send Brady to retirement. <laughs> Find him so here, here we go. You know. If you are to splurge in some sports betting, um, we'll put it at, at, at you know over under a half. Dak present. Uh, Dak throws a pick six against Tampa. I, th- I think he throws a pick, but I don't think it's a pick six. I don't think I don't, I don't think they have good. I don't think Tampa has good corners. They don't. But Dak Dak has a history of uh, th- you know you know giving it away and giving it away all the way. So. The Rafa, like I said here, I'm glad to get the first episode in uh, for season five. And uh, we'll wrap this up. Uh, unfortunately, cat letter just went uh, cycling here. So sorry for that noise. Uh, <laughs> for that here, I'm like, God. Dang, litter, uh, we have that uh, litter robot uh, for that here, which is kind of nice. So if, you, if you can do it, do it. It's good. Uh, but uh, what's life without goals? We're out of here. Uh, I think Wednesdays is going to be the night we do. Yeah. Uh, Wednesdays, 730 is going to be the night that we do this, and, and I'll get Mac to, uh, together and, and have the have the standings done prior to right before kip, uh, tip-off here. So, But thank we'll you, Rafa. Uh, have some power rankings soon because like, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for it to kind of everything to let's, – let's, let's get, get a couple, couple of games district in. games in. Yeah. We'll, we'll see who we'll see who's the contenders and who are the pretenders. You know, it's like yeah, I, I know with fifty fifty, you, you kind of do the uh, Rafa Power Index and, and per se, you, <laughs> you know, you have your you have your stand, you know, your your rankings and plays. If you want to check more on a state level, uh, Rafa and Coach Cano do a wonderful job. Do you know when the next fifty fifty is? Or I think that's it's been discussed right now. I It'll think still be soon. still be the debate. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think where we're just waiting for like everything to kind of get some get some get you know get some games in and then because I, I like I said some we got some there's still some tournaments even into the third week you know and 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 by that time you know district will play so we'll know who's really who's really as far as statewide who's 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 gonna make a mark out of that because like I said like one team I saw that really kind of put a dent in that. Northeast Elite Tournament was was Irvin High School, and Irvin was not one that wasn't even in my top fifteen. They weren't even on my radar. So we got to figure out how San Antonio can get a top class tournament here. To me, there's no reason why San Antonio because you got with the I ten shootout this week mm-hmm. in, in in Houston. That's got what eighty teams. Uh, something like that. So, yeah. I think it's like eight brackets, or you know, it's some obscene amount from all the KDISD schools. From the K, K, yeah, I know there's a couple of San Antonio schools that are going over there, and you know, from Dallas, and I'm pretty sure I saw Austin. You know, some of them going. You mentioned the Austin, uh, Austin Elite one. Uh, 
you know, the, the North Texas elite San Antonio deserves to get one, you know, deserves to get, you know, deserves to have, have one as well uh, for that. Cause there is the quality for both on the, on the, on the boys and the girls side to have a decent side. You get, you know, we've got, um, we've got the stadiums to be able to do it uh, mm-hmm. throughout the city here, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, the north side. I believe there's a couple of nice stadiums on the south side as well, um, where you could you could you could encompass the entire city to where you could have you know the kids stay downtown, yeah, uh, and then you know and then be able to go through there. But that would be my goal uh, to see to see a uh, 50-50 SA soccer roundtable uh, invitation. I gotta see if I won that lottery. The, the, right? the team, the teams. I think the teams will come because, like I said, when I went to the the Ranger, the Ranger Classic for the girls, you know, we had teams. I mean, we had El Paso Franklin come down, and I think the boys were, were at the. Uh, I believe the uh, they were at the Alamo Heights tournament. So I, I think I think with all the districts, maybe if they would kind of come, you know, sit down and say, hey, we we can literally pull off a big, not to say a tournament, but a sh- at least a showcase to feature our top teams here against some of the Houston teams and, you know, the Dallas and El Paso, even, even out-of-state teams, because I've seen right. some out-of-state teams that, from Florida, California, if they want to come down here. Because the weather here is historically good. It may be chilly, mm-hmm. but, you know, you're not getting the ice and stuff that you'd get up in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You know, you may get the cold wind, but to me it's something and, and i know this isn't the first time we've discussed this and, and for that here so we need to get off because we said we we're going to try to keep it keep it and yet we're still here um <laughs> we gotta do better on this um and, and like i said i apologize to uh you know 6a district 29 that was my bad um i'll definitely get that cleaned up next time uh but rafa pleasure having you week one uh we got uh, a bunch of shows to do this year so uh wish you luck and uh See you on Sunday. See you Sunday. Peace.